This podcast is presented by Rabbi Peretz Muchkin, speaking for the millennial generation. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our 60 Days of Joy, our journey of letting our inner joy flow, uncovering that joy status within us. There is a beautiful, fundamental principle in life, and that is that everything that happens is curated specifically for you. That means whatever you see, you are meant to see. Whatever you experience, you are meant to experience. And that goes really deep. Your attractions are letting are indicators towards the things that you should be involved in, the things that you're attracted to, the food that you want to eat, the people you see on the street. Each and every one of these ideas are there to let you know that there is something either deficient that you need to develop or something beautiful that you're doing that you need to continuously add in your life. So in life, living with purpose and meaning is a unbelievable way to live a life of joy because everything that happens isn't another impediment to your happiness. It's an addition to the growth and goodness that you have in your life. So you eat something and you're like, I want to chase that flavor. I want, I want that umami. I want to continue eating that. The reality is, is that maybe your attraction to food is there to remind you about the energy that you get from this food and even from its smell and its sight and the aesthetics, you already get energy. And what do you do with that energy? How does it fuse you? Do you go out and use that energy to help somebody else? In other words, anything that you see and attracted and connected to can be to be turned to a purposeful experience in your life. And in other words, a happy and joyful experience in your life. But that takes, of course, great effort. And when you hear it coming from a rabbi, it could seem super spiritual and maybe more for the guru than for the everyday person. So I thought maybe it's good to bring in somebody very practical to really discuss this idea. And there's no one more practical than my partner in life, my wife, Miriam. Hey, Miriam. Hey. <laughs> Welcome back. Pretty much after you were on last podcast, everybody said, I don't know why you're doing these podcasts without your wife on every single one. So, uh, you know, you're you're the best. Well, so, talk about practical. I have a line for people who come um, for Shabbat and they tell me, oh, your food was so amazing. We had such a great experience. I'm like, first timers, I'll accept your compliment when you come the second time. So now that I'm back on a second time, I'm like, okay. I'm I'm approved of you're in, certainly in the approved podcast. Of. So tell me, I I've always accepted this idea that everything that happens to me and the things that I'm attracted to are all part of my experience in this world. In other words, God's curating this world for me, telling me that these are the things that I can add value to, I can add purpose to, I could add depth to, and spirituality to, and. It just simply makes me very happy when I can add value to things. I think it makes a lot of people happy. But for me, it often comes from a very spiritual lens, coming from a very spiritual childhood and background. And I know you have also this incredible spiritual background, but when I see you handle life as a mom and as a community leader, I just see this practical flow that you always have, and I'm always super excited about that. How would you explain your practical way of handling parenting and handling all the little small things that happen every day. I think a lot of people will be super stressed out by all the little things that are happening around you all the time. How do you handle that? So to tell you the truth, when I started all of this, I was super idealistic and yeah, I, I 
addressed it from a spiritual angle and especially with motherhood. Oh, I'm going to have this baby that I can nurture and then more babies to nurture and, and with community as well. Like, wow, I have, I have an opportunity to nurse souls to their, their premium optimum health, et cetera. And then day one happened and you realize that it's, it's really about the, the details and the details um, could be everything but joyful unless you frame it a certain way. And so that began my, the journey of who I am today to create a certain frame of joy to every moment and even taking it to this morning there is so much that goes on from the hours of 6 15 to to 8 45 and if you want to if you want to look at it you can think oh my god this is chaos she's rolling with the punches like you can bring all those negative terms to it and Really, I'm rolling with the I'm, punches is pretty good. <laughs> no, but it's not. I don't look at it as punches. I look at it as the goal is for my children to be healthy, to leave the house with a smile, to know that they going to school with the right healthy snacks, with the right clothing on, with being warm for this rainy weather, etc. So I'm looking at the full picture, but then adding the minor details to create that that light in the day instead of looking at it as oh my god just get them out of this house i am ready to get back into bed <laughs> uh, you know i'm i'm creating this this meaning within the step by step process and looking and framing it in a certain way well i love the idea of framing things i think that's that's the first step to this enlightened way of living, that everything is connected to your purpose and there's nothing devoid of, a, of the personal experience that's happening with you. Like everything that's happening with you all day, whether you brush your teeth or not, whether you make your bed or not, everything that happens to you and has value to you is personally part of your makeup of finding your purpose and more importantly, fulfilling your purpose on earth. And I do think you, you're 100% correct. It starts from the mind framework that you have towards this and being able to not necessarily see the big picture, but certainly see that there is a big picture and it fulfills that idea. I actually think that's the right way to talk about the Jewish idea of faith. It's not really faith like a dogmatic blind thing. It's more of a trust thing that when you live a purposeful life, things work out. When you live a life where you uncover this natural state of joy and purpose within everything, your life actually has more meaning. And when you have more meaning, you go through life a happier person. And when you go through life a happier person, you can actually live with purpose all the time. So what about when there's these small deviations um, from, from that plan that you had in mind? Like this morning, my son Mendel left his bag. He has a bar mitzvah after school, and he left his bag of clothing right there on the kitchen bench right. um and what what do you do about like that's obviously a very minor specific. deviation but <laughs> and also a specific it, problem um but in general the deviations like how do you look at that as as meaning and purpose and i think actually that i think one answer would be like oh trust that it's all part of the process but i think more more for me 
I'm still a young man, but experience helps me with that. I start realizing that I have some experiences to draw from. It's not always, you know, a lot of times when big crises happen, you don't really, you're not really sure what to do and you have to find somebody who's been through those things that can help you go through those things and advise you. So that would be for bigger problems, but smaller ones, each person actually has day-to-day little miscues. When you live with purpose, you actually start filing away lots of different experiences. So instead of like um, somebody cut you off in line at the coffee shop, if you weren't upset and you are like, I don't know how, but this adds to my purpose, then all of a sudden when it happens again, your mind actually has more to, to, to draw from. Like, why am I in the space of people? What is my space like? How do I carry myself wherever I am? It's, it's kind of this idea that each person, the more they start seeing these little things, instead of trying to fix them, but when you ask the question, how does that play in my purpose, you start remembering the experience more. So, for example, Mendel leaving his bag, this has happened a couple of times with him, leaving his lunch and leaving his bag. And if each time it's like a certain type of thing, then it's maybe talking about generally like where do we leave his bag? Where's the right place that we hang it up at night? I actually think and- of it from a purpose perspective. I was like, yay, he's going to call me from school. Usually I don't get to talk to him on a day like this where he's going straight from school to a bar mitzvah. I won't see him till 9.30 tonight. And I'm like, yay, he gets to call me. And I could totally bring his bag and drop it off. Oh, I love that. That's, that's, that's the best mommyism ever. That's right. That's the best. You know, you're, you're looking at it from the, the most joyous perspective. It was another moment with my kid. But I really think that the seeing each thing as part of the purpose, even if you don't see exactly how it is, you start you start being able to file away more and more experiences and how you handled it and what came out of it. What if you can start drawing back to moments that actually great things happen out of that by forgetting the bag and this happened and that happened. I helped somebody or somebody helped me or something greater happened within it. It's happened a couple of times this year. I wonder if we can really dig deep and find something special that has happened from it. I know one thing is for sure. The answer to your question and to this idea is, is that when there's a detour sign in life, when you are trying to go one direction and usually always works out and when it doesn't work out, you feel thrown off path. Generally, when there's a detour, there's an indicator that there's something out there that you're missing, that you didn't completely finish, that there's more to do. And that's really the idea that we're presenting today, that generally things well, happen the way they're supposed to. Well, I have a great detour story. You have a detour story? Sorry. All right. All right. <laughs> and if I we're love bringing stories. in the Robertson today, um, I'm going to talk about my Robertson, which is the Lubavitcher Rebbe's wife. And um, she used to go to the park every day. Her, um, she had a driver who would take her to the park. And Brooklyn. One, yeah, Brooklyn. Take us back to Brooklyn. <laughs> so one day there was a large sign on the road to the park and it said, um, detour, take a different road. And um, they took a different road and there was a commotion going on by that road. A woman was yelling and screaming and the Robinson asked her helper driver to go inquire what was going on. And this woman who was yelling and screaming, was basically being evicted. There was a marshal involved. They were moving her furniture. A lot of chaos. And um, the Robinson asked her driver to inquire how much does the marshal need for this woman to stay in her home? And um, they said $6,700, large sum of money back in the day. And the the Robinson asked, will he take a personal check? Um, the answer was yes. We'll check in with the bank. 
She wrote out the check right then and there and didn't want this woman to know who was behind this um, this act of righteousness. And that was it. They continued on their way and they went to the park. And while they were at the park, the driver pipes in, you know, very amazed by this act, but also like what what pushed you, Rebitson, to do this? And she she responded with a story. She said that when she was a little girl, her father one day in a park sat her down on a bench and said, there's this concept in that's that's vital to the about finding purpose in, in every yeah, what deviation. we're talking about here. Finding purpose and meaning in every deviation. And um, the fact that we go to the park every day and there was this detour today, it meant that me getting on that road and hearing that woman yelling was part of my plan to step in and help her. And this this story can be applied to to every it's a beautiful story. Every memory. moment. I agree. I think that's exactly what we're talking about. I love that. Thanks for bringing that in. I really think that's the idea. If you can start handling each and all the small things with this concept that it's asking me to be something more, to connect it more to my purpose, that this is actually part of the plan for me. They're not inconveniences. They're actually trying to get me to focus in and harness in what's happening with my life and living a life of meaning and purpose, then surely when it comes to the bigger crises and the bigger issues, you'll certainly not only be able to handle it, but contribute to it. And this is the idea. It's all being curated for you. And what better love can you have than feeling like your life is curated for you? But that takes starting from the little things and starting from the ground up and really building this. And you were talking a little bit about motherhood before. I think all these little things that happen and and being a parent, I just, the way I handle being a dad and inspired by watching you be a mom is essentially just looking at all the little things that are happening as more opportunities to showcase my love for my child, which they're going to need their whole life, feeling the confidence and joy and love of coming from somewhere that people believed in them. And believe it or not, that's kind of the what the mystics say is God trying to do with us with all the little things that we deal with all the time. It's not just preparing us for the big things. It's also showcasing this love for the personal curation of our life and the personal ability to withstand all issues. And not only that, handle them with joy and with gladness. So this is a thank you for being here. This is really beautiful. And, uh, and I appreciate you sharing that uh, wonderful joy and wisdom with us, Miriam. Thanks for bringing me into the joy. Till next week, everyone. Uh, thank you, uh, Hanan at Paladin Studios, for making this audio balanced. And uh, please uh, let us know what type of suggestions of conversations about joy you'd like us to talk about over the next uh, month and a half or so of the time of joy and adding joy in your life. All the best. Shem Tad